Welcome to Chakra Chatter Stephen, powered by Chakra Yoga Studio CDO. A lighthearted and fun side of Chakra Chat. New episodes every Saturday. Hello, everyone. Good afternoon and welcome to your Chakra Chat. This is your Friday habit. Welcome to Hashtag Chakra Chat and I have a very special guest for this afternoon. For the past few weeks, um, we did ano lang, parang chill lang yung Chakra Chat natin because we did a lot of Chakra Chatter special. That's every weekend. But for this Friday, of course, this is a very special Chakra Chatter episode kasi nga, it's not just a Chakra Chatter. It's not just Chakra Chat. It's a combination of both. Um, ano kasi to, um, our guest is a very special teacher of course and then ang alam ko din um ano to um since opening to ng month eh, this is the last part of this of 2020 magi end na so we want to open december with a bang so opening our chakra chat for december is of course teacher wait lang is check ko yung pangalan niya yo way wa or Teacher Denise. She is a certified teacher in several styles of yoga, including yin, laughter, and hatha, but has found her true calling as a Kundalini yoga teacher and is a certified under the Kundalini Research Institute as well as Yoga Alliance. She is a certified sound healer under Swami Chaitanya Krishna of Golden Temple, singing bowls in Nepal. Teacher Denise utilizes the power of the gong a sacred instrument for sound healing and relaxation, as well as the Tibetan singing bowls and crystal bowls whose frequencies balance the body's energy. She also practiced and studied various uh, methods of meditation, as well as other spiritual modalities. When it comes to on being a lifestyle writer, a PR, and also an event specialist, she is also a tarot and oracle reader. Grabe, no? She remains equally zealous in all. This is also to include managing her family insurance business, the Baruka Insurance Brokers, full-time as a president, not to mention gardening and soap making. So this is really interesting. Regardless of her many pursuits, teacher Denise leaves her head in the clouds, but her feet underground. Oh my God, a very... Phenomenal woman, kumbaga, di ba? So help me welcome to Chakra Chat, Teacher Yu Wei Wa or Teacher Denise. Okay, Hello. hi! Yes, Hello. good afternoon. Welcome to Chakra Chats. No time, no see. I know. <laughs> Super thank you for being here. Um, This is our Friday habit. And ano, ano pa, sabi ko nga kanina, ano to, parang an episode before our season finale. So thank you for being part of our 2020. Um, the Chakra Chat came in in a very unexpected na platform na kailangan namin gawin for, of course, for the community, for everyone that we need to talk about um, what's happening in our lives, di ba? So hindi lang tayo for yoga. We also ta- have time to do like this, conversations, di ba? But um, sense, uh, of course, very sensible conversations. So Teach, thank you once again. Um, bago tayo pumunta dun sa discussion natin about our topic, which is Kondalini and sound healing, I want to know a short backgrounder about your yoga journey. Can you tell us? Yeah, so... 
we will do a little rewind again and so my story with with yoga actually is that it is something I've been meaning to try. I think for two to three years, I've been writing it down in my New Year's resolution. Uh, try yoga and then try yoga. And then, siguro mga one or two years passed by, I didn't get to do it until I met my now husband, who is Teacher JC, your former guest. And he told me, um, I don't need to, to do yoga with a group of friends because I was afraid I couldn't find um, any friends to do yoga with before I didn't want to go alone I was scared but he said it's okay you don't need a group of people to go with you you can just try it and experience it and then if you like it you go back if not it's fine so I finally did try yoga and I believe that was let me recall 2010 <laughs> 2010. And that's so that's a decade. Okay, teach go continue. So that's like I think parang January, parang ganun. January of 2010 because I met teacher JC 2009 December 12, 2009. Memorize. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, you know, special. <laughs> so anyway, so I did try yoga. Uh, I believe the style was hatha and I enjoyed it and then thereafter I would try all the styles I could try, Vinyasa Hatha, Ashtanga, Vikram, Anusara, Laughter, and there's Sien also, which I went on to get teacher training in, but it wasn't until that fateful day in 2013 where I tried my live first Kundalini Yoga class, but before I was able to try that first Kundalini Yoga class, um, Something happened kasi to me 2012, last quarter of 2012, I had dengue and it was a stage 2 dengue case na oh. kailangan ko ng ano yung the plasma or I, I needed some kind of transfusion for the platelets yun, platelets transfusion and uh, medyo scary na noon because I think it went as low as 15,000 eh yung the regular platelet count of a person is 250, I believe, or 300, and mine was 20,000 along. <laughs> At 15,000 along left. It's really bugsack. Okay. Uh, it was really scary. And then, anyway, luckily, I'm, I'm here. Obviously, I survived it, but um, it took me around a month, and I had just resigned from my corporate job in Rustan's, and um, I had stumbled upon a book called Kundalini Yoga and that was from uh, JC's cousin and the clutter shop. And I was so happy because I had like a real, like legit na book that I could follow on how to do Kundalini Yoga. But of course, nothing will replace, you know, an actual experience with a teacher who's in front of you to guide you. Because sometimes, you know, it's hard when you read, you misunderstand, or sometimes you're not doing it correctly. So, um, I think I was already ready at that time. And I was really hoping sana nga there would be Kundalini Yoga. And then, wow, two, three months later, um, my first Kundalini Yoga teacher is Marissa Harnad. So, hi, if she's, see, if she's here watching. Um, 
and it was such a huge experience. So I was telling Seven earlier that um, we were made to do a cat cow. So I just want to demonstrate to people. If you don't know a cat cow, it's like this. It's like an ocho ocho. So like that. And then we were doing it really quickly with quick breaths. And I noticed that I started to cry. I started to tear up and it was my first time, even though I was doing yoga now for yeah, now three years, it was my first time to, to cry in a class. And it was an interesting experience, but it felt very light, very cleansing. And I felt lighter. It was almost as if I had unconscious, I think, emotional baggage that was released by the sheer act of doing the cat cow na mabilis. And then after that, by the end of the class, I already knew na, wow, this is something I need to, I need to, to do teacher training. I need to become a teacher in so that I can share it. But it would almost be a sin if I did not share this with everybody else. So, yun, one class pa lang yun. I already knew that was how powerful it was for me. And um, trivia, uh, that same day that I tried Kundalini Yoga sa umaga, sa gabi, I was so inspired, nag-meditate ako, and my son was beside me um, on the bed, and I was about to begin meditation when I held my son, I held his arm lang, he's sleeping na eh, tulog na, so I held his arm, and then when I touched him, I saw all these flashbacks of um, a previous life, the previous oh. life of me and my son and what we were to each other, and Supposedly, it was very vivid in the in the previous life. He was actually my father, and I think we were Scandinavian, parang German kami, and it was like me and three sisters, and we, you know, we had this long, beautiful blonde hair, na braided, ganon. Pero my dad, who is now my son in this present lifetime, was a, ano lang, um, uh, you know, a drunkard, na good for nothing, and then he died in the mountains. Um, <laughs> drunk yung ganun. so i think that in this lifetime he's here to take care of me and actually that's what he's doing but that's my personal experience of kundalini yoga of course it can be different for others i'm just a little more sensitive kasi, um even at an early age so i i sometimes see things and hear voices and communicate with them so i'm just a little more sensitive so that was my experience and that's a gift <laughs> That's a gift, actually. Um, I, I don't find, particularly for other people, they find it very weird, but I find it interesting. Kasi, uh, on my end, man, I, I'm, I'm more of the feeling. So, hindi ako yung nakakakita. But I, I'm more of the feeling. So, baka siguro, pag mga ganyan na usapan, it really, um, gusto ko siyang pakinggan and I want to know more. Especially yung na-mention na, na mo kayo na parang, Oh my god, like my ears are like super focused talaga. Well, thank you so much for that very short background of your journey and you've mentioned that then teach na of course the sound healing the kundalini are really the two of the parang sa lahat ng practice na ginawa mo, those are yung nag, nag- gravitate sa So my second question is connected to that. So you've mentioned a lot of styles na ginawa mo and then um bakit yung Kundalini and then yung sound healing ang nagravitate sa and then why? Okay, well the thing is I love music. I super. Um, I have a big cassette collection for those who are 
super young back in the olden days in 80s we had cassette tapes so i had an enormous collection of cassette tapes tapos nung na phase out at naging cd i was bummed out kasi feeling ko grabe i have to save up again to buy all the cd versions of all that cassettes but luckily now we have you know the ipod and spotify and everything but um yeah so music has been something that has always sparked joy with me and i can't imagine um a life without music because it's really healing um and you know like if you feel sad imagine you just play a song and then you can feel better it's that instant you don't need to take drugs <laughs> you just play your favorite song or you sing and um, in fact i met um my nakasman teacher jc on the dance floor uh, we met on the dance floor in a bar Wait, called totoo ba? Ang interesting oh, naman niya talaga i still am at heart hindi <laughs> lang tayo makaparty sa pandemic but Yes. So there, um, in Kundalini Yoga, kasi we have also, we start every class with the Adi Mantra, Om Namo Guru Dev Namo, which means I bow to the Divine Creative Consciousness and I bow to the Divine Guru. So we begin every class with that mantra and we have several, many, many mantras. There, there are thousands of mantras, but, but there are a couple that we use most most often in kundalini yoga and another one is our greeting when you see kundalini yoga teachers you'll notice they'll greet each other with the mantra satnam and yes and satnam to all of you and that means sat means truth and now means identity so truth is my identity it's a good reminder and also that the truth in me acknowledges the truth in you so, you know, wherever you are, whether you're with someone or you're alone, it's a good thing to know that, you know, we should always um, behave in our highest self and always, you know, truthfully. So there. And so getting back to the connection of sound. In Kundalini Yoga, we actually, sometimes we have even this Kriya. So Kriya, by the way, is how we conduct every Kundalini Yoga class. It is not, we're not an asana-based or a posture-based um uh, style of teaching but we are kriya based meaning it is a set sequence of different asanas or postures um, combined with breath work or pranayama with mudras or this is different hand positions to direct the energy and different um did i say pranayama already a yeah, breath work yeah and yeah also mantras so sometimes we inject we even have this kriya that's called Wahe Guru Kriya, uh, and you have to chant Wahe Guru the whole time from start to the end of the class, and then you're in different postures, doing different breath works with different mudras. So that's how Kundalini Yoga works, and we can't change. No, we can't change. Like let's say, if the first asana is supposed to be frog pose, we cannot change the frog pose and then put it in the last. Parang parang recipe siya ng ng chocolate cake. Kunyari. Correct, correct. So, kailangan kung anong nakalagay doon, dapat, if it says, you know, stir the batter first, you stir the batter first. You cannot stir the batter later. Kasi baka, you might end up in a different galaxy na. Kasi every, every Kundalini class is different. We have a different objective every time. So, like, I don't know, for people who do a lot of uh, aromatherapy oils, they say there's, there's an oil 
for that. In Kundalini Yoga, we can we can say, oh, there's a there's a kriya for that. If you're feeling sad, there's a kriya for that. If you need to relax and release fear, there's a kriya for that. If you need to, um, if you want to meditate on prosperity, there's like several meditation prosperity kriya, uh, you can choose from. So, ganun then. So, that's what's nice about Kundalini Yoga. It's like a box of chocolates. You'll never know what you're gonna get. And it's really fun. That's why I stuck to it. And we also focus on nod yoga. So nod is sound. So sound yoga through the vibration of the mantras. And not only that, including also the gong. So um, you'll know a lot of Kundalini Yoga teachers if you get to meet them. Some of them have their own gongs, like I myself. I believe my gong is, I'm trying to calculate it. It's about 32 inches, I believe, in diameter. It's more than two more than two rulers long. Um, parang ano siya, uh, two rulers and a half. So there. So and then the sound of the gong, I would love to play it for you, but um we've tried before online and uh, it's so high frequency and high vibration, it sometimes does not pick up well. Sa, sa online. So better na lang if we can be together live. Actually, teach, totoo yan. Parang may difference talaga pag online or personal. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so the, the translation of the sound, which is also energy, is um, not at its best quality. But I would highly suggest for those who can experience a gong bath, please do. Um, it may be a little bit overpowering the first the first few times you experience it, but it's because of the literal vibrations of the gong, which they they liken to the voice of God because it's all powerful, it's all encompassing. You will feel that when you're laying down and, and, and having a gong bath that it's a big blanket of sound that is really stimulating and aligning all the cells of the body like your entire being your 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 mind your body your soul everything is vibrating to the higher frequency thanks to the to the gong so yun but today behind me you will see yeah oh prepare this for you so those are the crystal quartz bowls and they also have a lot of healing properties which i will play it's a gentler sound and you want it's it's really nice so I, I really love healing also through sound because all you have to do is just sit back or rather lie down relax and get healed nothing else you don't even have to move you just have to be open open in your heart body mind and spirit to receive the healing True. Um, I agree to all what you na mentioned, Matich. Because ano din siya, diba? it's a stress reduction, diba? Tapos, yeah. Um, yeah. experience base. Masaya yung sound healing. Kasi kung saan saan ka napupunta, <laughs> yung gusto ko. <laughs> Promise. I don't know. Parang after the the experience, it's really different. I don't know. Parang kaya din siguro. Um, Gusto ko siyang balik-balikan na experience. Aside, of course, that I'm practicing yoga, but I want to experience also a deeper, um, a deeper na parang experience ng sound healing, iba-ibang teachers, ganyan. So hopefully soon, after this pandemic, alam ko na, 
I will really join your class. So, Teach, ano pala? <laughs> um, your teacher is watching. Teacher Marisa is watching. Nag-comment siya. Sabi niya, best teacher ka daw. Tapos, of course, nagkukulitan si na Teacher Sam and, of course, Teacher JC na parang sa dance floor pala daw. <laughs> It's magot naman si Teacher Jay-Z, sabi niya. Yeah, it's a true story. The DJ become our ninong in the wedding. Oh my God. Yes. Oh yeah. Ang kulit-kulit, di ba? Parang, also guys, so hindi lahat ng mga, so yung mga yoga teachers, meron kami mga backstory. Ano <laughs> yun? Yun yung mga isa sa mga backstory. Going back to our topic, Teacher um, Denise, um, we all know that, of course, Teacher Jay-Z is your husband and you have been teaching yoga. Um, So, how do you as a couple bring yoga in your daily experiences in the family or in your family affairs? Yes. So, well, with that, um, in a very, very simple way, and I know it's corny, but, you know, they say that the family that prays together stays together. So, we do that with every meal. Not only are we excited to eat our meal, we also sit down together and pray and think you know, everybody who made the, you know, the meals possible. And it's a really great way to connect because yoga is union. So we also be, we also want to, you know, respect and acknowledge, you know, how we are connected to our food. And that includes not only the farmers who planted all the food to make it possible, but all the middlemen, all the businessmen, whether it's our waiters or, you know, everybody in between who made all the food possible. And and also, I guess, even with how we've, in a way, designed our house, this is actually, if I may disclose, this is our living room where we're having this interview right oh. now. Um, we didn't really intend for this place, but I guess it transformed itself, I guess, because we're living, breathing yoga, which we love so much. Um, it already looks like a yoga studio. And in the end, this is where we both teach our classes. Um, online is right here. And welcome, everybody, to our humble abode. <laughs> this is our living room. Um, so that's literally how we brought it also into our lives and our everyday affairs. So... You know, it's sleek, it's simple, straight to the point. Um, we try to declutter also because yoga is like that, right? We try, oh. we, when we bow, we, we, it symbolizes the emptying of the bowl or the emptying of the cup so that we can make for more space and more room to absorb new lessons and learn. So, yun. And then, what else? We also... Well, yeah, we've also had our son do yoga with us. We've he's been exposed to all different kinds of uh, yoga styles and other spiritual practices, so he's well versed. And at the end of the day, yoga is really about consolidation. Um, I was sharing with Seven earlier that it's not it's not a performance when you're a when you, whether exactly. you're a teacher or a teacher of any different style um it's not about putting on a show but consolidating that whatever you are in front of a group of people that's also how you are sa bahay hindi yung parang may split personality ka na okay bongga ka in front of the crowd and then ang sungit mo naman sa bahay but um we're like that. So I was telling uh, Teacher Sabina, 
um, how polite we are and how bubbly we are in, in, in a class is also actually even more bubblier pa in the house. So, ayun. <laughs> oh my God, it's very interesting. Totoo naman yun, na parang yoga teachers are, uh, it's not really a performance. Kasi akala na iba na, it's really the fancy poses and then blah, blah, blah. Ano pa yung nakakita nila for branding, but it's not true. Sa totoo, <laughs> we're just really like, di ba? Ano lang naman, parang, Kamo lang naman talaga. Ang ano lang doon is we're really living yoga. So that's one of the parang the more that you practice yoga kasi it will really live within you. So ma- tumatagal ang tumatagal yung practice mo mas different then. So teach I just want to know you've mentioned kanina about um the the kundalini and of course the sound healing. I'm interested when should I practice? And then, are there any restrictions? And if ever, also, um, if you're really practicing it, ano yung mga possible or what are the benefits that pwede mong marip? Wow, uh, that's a lot. Okay, so well, Kundalini Yoga is really powerful. So as I said, we also have I forgot to mention body locks aside from the. Uh, aside from the mudras and the pranayama, we also have body locks. Like we have the uh, mula bandha, which is like the great the great lock, and um, it it makes you it strengthens the pelvic floor because you have to squeeze like the the whole muscle group. You know, whether you're male or female, it's good to have a strong pelvic floor. So to it's to hold the energy in also as well. So the feeling of holding a mula band or uh, it's like, you know, if you need to go to the bathroom, but you can't, you're driving, you're on the road, that's the feeling of um, contracting the, the mulaban. Kailangan mo squeeze, kailangan mo hold. So that's what the mulaban is. That's how it feels. And then, um, okay. Sorry. I got lost a little bit with the body locks. Um, what was that again? Um, I was asking also that are there any restrictions? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mentioned your body locks. Are there any restrictions when okay. you practice? So, yeah, yes. Okay, so going back, the restrictions are um, we cannot do these certain locks when, well, for the females, at least when you have your moon cycle, you know, your monthly period, uh, we have to avoid those body locks and the bula banda specifically, but the jalander band or uh, it's a, just a simple neck lock. It's something you can practice. And also we have another powerful pranayama which can also be you know if done for a long period can be considered as a kriya in itself it's called breath of fire so we stretch our arms out to 60 degrees with the thumbs facing up like a thumbs up but then the fingers are folded on the pads right here and then we stick it out and then we breathe like this and that's called breath of fire and it's an equivalent powerful breath that's in and out and an even exhalation and inhalation so it sounds like a dog panting na mabilis but we're neither focusing on the exhale or the inhale pareho silang powerful na in and out so that one you also cannot do when you're on the i mean if you're pregnant because that will create too much heat and also for those who have let's say, you know, have undergone operations or surgeries or specific medical conditions, 
in the you know abdominal area. So of course, that since it's very powerful, we would have to refrain. You'll need I think a few months to heal before you get to do yeah the mulaband or the breath of fire. And also there are inversions. No, when you're on the way, you can't do that. Or if you have your monthly cycle. And as for the sound healing, um, it's also recommended for. Well, not for those who are pregnant. At least the goal. Oh, okay. Um, I think the crystal bowls will be safer for those who are, you know, who want to do prenatal or postnatal yoga. But the gong, definitely when you're pregnant, because nga, if there's strong vibrations and they will heal you, we don't want to make bulabog the baby inside. So um, not when you're pregnant for the gong bath. But if you have your, you know, your cycle, that's fine. So, you know, and then um, I guess since we also sometimes do a lot of long chanting in Kundalini Yoga, there are certain special classes that we do with very long chanting. Um, it's also best to refrain from some of them because um, you will notice that it does affect your internal organs. It's a massage. It's a full full-on massage even inside your body not just outside just because we can't see it it doesn't mean that it's not happening internally so um this is very true because um, i've attended a, a mantra workshop and there was someone in in the audience that one of the guests who she still she didn't listen but she just had the previous operation and I think um, it, it acted up and it started hurting afterwards. Oh, so there, so... that is proof. That is really proof that mantras and singing and, you know, doing these practices will really affect you inside and outside. So don't test it because I've also tested it. I'm very stubborn. I'm like, so what if I have my period, you know, I can just do all this yoga. I can do the chanting. I can do breath of fire. Okay lang yan. I can do the inversions. And then I overbled and, um, you know, masakit siya afterwards. So it's really best to follow the precautions. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's powerful. And then important in you know, ano teach, parang you listen to your body always, diba? Um, aside from learning the restrictions, you um listen to your body na, okay, parang etong time na to hindi talaga. Kasi merong time na diba, super hype ka, and then merong time na, uh, it's different. So, ayon. For my next question, teach, I just want to know how has yoga changed your life? Wow, that's a big one. Um, I am doing things I never thought I could do. Uh, I know I'm only 37, but I think that I am at my healthiest state now, that I'm older <laughs> than I was before without yoga. Kahit mas bata ako, I was weaker. Um, there are certain things hindi ko malift. In fact, these crystal bowls, all of those behind they're actually pretty heavy, and when I had gotten them, I, it was it's hard to lift um, physically. And I mean, I guess all the chaturangas and the planking and all 
<laughs> other poses that we do in yoga have really helped because I've seen them myself. Even in in Kundalini, we do crow pose or frog pose. And I mean, before that, just to bend down, you know, the simple act of opening breath to get food, diba? Kailangan mo mag-bend as mag-squat. Nahirapan ako before. And now, parang wala lang. And just bend down and squat. And I'm older, but I'm stronger. <laughs> you know, with, with the yoga. So that's, that's one of the ways, of course, physically, how it's helped me. And um, uh, the breath work, definitely, for sure. So if you can control your breath, you can also control and shift your emotions in your disposition and your mood. And that's something that surprised me because I'm a very temperamental person. Uh, I'm very fiery. I'm, I was in debate once and I kind of like, you know, a lot of discoursing. I like, you know, arguing is fun for me. The thing is, um, of course, we have to keep everything in check and then balance and <laughs> cannot be antagonizing people and being masunget and things like that. And so I noticed, wow, when I change my breath, when I do long deep breathing, hindi na ako masyadong ano, hot na hot. So that was something that that's really, in a way, changed my life, um, shifting my disposition. Um, trying to focus on slower, longer, deeper breathing. And I think connected with your question earlier, how do we bring yoga into our lives and how has yoga um, affected me is also the change in my my dietary intake. Um, I'm no, uh, I've gone from being a carnivore to a pescatarian to a lacto-ovo vegetarian to an ovo vegetarian finally naging vegan and then from vegan back to vegetarian and then now occasionally I do I do admit that I may have to take some meat because I get anemic during my cycle and as much as you know we love the earth and we do not want to eat anything that had a mother I have to also listen to my body and so that's what I do and and I also encourage everybody to also listen to your own. I mean, great. Uh, two thumbs up if kaya mo maging, you know, whole food, plant-based na puro lang and prutas. That's great. As long as your body feels good, then listen to it. If you need to take a bit of milk, then um, no choice, really. Uh, meats. Um, I, I've, I've really, yeah, I never thought that. I become like this also because I love to eat. Who doesn't love to eat, right? But everything in moderation. And as long as we're conscious and aware of how every bite of food also affects the world and everybody around us, then, you know, it, it has a huge impact socially, politically, economically. Um, what you choose to buy in your supermarket and palenque will... Uh, make or break your body and will also help hopefully mother earth so of course choose wisely so sana it's you know more of the whole food plant-based fruits and veggies and you know everything in moderation so there <laughs> correct kasi ano naman eh parang in the philippines we are so 
blessed and abundant and with ano diba, vegetables and fruits. Yeah. So we do hope that one day, kasi diba, parang tayo din naman yung nagsasuffer. That the climate change is taking its toll on us. So I think the, um, galing din sa atin yung parang change if you want to, you know, gusto natin na for our future generations to have that na hindi na gano'n yung mangyayari sa kanila. Anyway, parang napaano tayo dun sa discussion. Um, teach, um, later, we'll be having a five-minute na sound healing for everybody. So before tayo magpunta doon, I'll be having, I think I'm on my last question and then I'll be asking you some fun questions because this is like a chakra chapter at the same time. So for my last question, How has yoga evolved as a result of your various experiences? And then, of course, we connect natin. Yung pinakalas is what is your yoga philosophy? How has yoga evolved for me, my yoga practice? Um, yes, well, uh, it's actually, I have to admit now, being a teacher, I also miss being a student. So I also do take lessons even from Marissa if you're still there from Marissa Harnad and my fellow um, friends in the Kundalini Yoga community we sometimes take each other's classes because um, it's different the position and the role as a teacher is different as when you're a student when you're a student you just sit back you listen to the teacher and you follow and um, you don't have to have a strong front because when you're a teacher you have to You know, make sure you're completely there. You're responsible for everybody around you. You have to be aware. You have to watch. And so it's also nice to take a step back once in a while and also be a student again because, you know, it's never ending. Whether you're a teacher or a student, learning will never end. Um, it's a lifelong experience. Until the day we die, we will always be learning this It's impossible to say, I'm already a master. I'm already a teacher. Wala nang pwedeng, ano. You know, there's always something to learn. And you have to be humble enough to know that, I guess. And what else? Um, I do really miss community um, group sessions because when you're practicing live, I mean, Uh, with people, the group energy really lifts. It, help, it helps lift everybody up. Sometimes, pag nahihirapan ka sa post, tapos nakikita mo yung katabi mo, kaya, kaya mas, mas napopost ka na parang, ay, kaya ko rin. So, so, sometimes, in a way, I mean, it kind of sounds com- competitive, but in a way, it's a good and a positive thing that, you know, hey, if she can do it, I think I can do it too. So, diba? Oh, so yon. So that's what I miss. Um, and I, I wish we can evolve going back to our regular program of live Kundalini or, you know, whatever, yoga classes, sound healing. Um, there's, this is the best thing we can do right now online. But really, truly, the experience live is um, nothing can compare. Ayun. And I guess getting deeper into my yoga experience is I'm also now trying to attune myself with Amrit Vela. So that means the ambrosial hours and waking up uh, between the hours of 
I believe it is, if it's not 3 a.m., it's 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. every day. And um, they say during that time, the ambrosial hours or the twilight time, that is when, of course, number one, that's within the time frame that the sun rises. So we also want to wake up and be in tune and in, in, in synchronicity when the sun rises because when the sun rises, um, there's life. Literally, the flowers, you will notice the petals opening, the leaves, if you have a, a garden, they'll also open. And then at night, you'll see they fold and close. Um, the same is true if, imagine just those plants are reacting that way. It's the same also in our body. That's why it's good for us to have our body clock in sync also with the sun and with nature because we can make the most of our lives. So there, and during the time, it's also a sacred time where they say um, the, the body is more limber and the mind is more flexible and open to receive uh, messages from, from God, from the universe. So it's a good time to start your meditation and your yoga practice. So uh, me, we do, we do Japji Sahib. So it is a sacred um, Sikh S-I-K-E. H practice so the Japji Sahib means song of the soul and it was written or composed by Guru Nanak um, you can research on that so it's a very very lovely sacred text and prayer it lasts about you know anywhere from 19 minutes to 24 minutes and um, I've, I've done it so many times that I can and I really do actually love also hearing it. And I can chant that with my eyes closed, listening to, to Niranjan Kaur. That's the version I listen to. And it's very nice. And like just how I was sharing with Mancha, sometimes even though we can't remember, ha, kahit hindi na natin maalala yung meaning ng mantra or the correct pronunciation, sometimes... Even if we listen with consciously and we say it consciously, the vibration and the effect is still the same because it's like love. If you say it in English, if you say it in Spanish, amor, if you say it in Italian, amore, it's all the same. If you say it in Tagalog, mahal, pagmamahal, uh, if you say it in different dialect, it's still the same essence and energy and it's still there. So... That's what I like about it. Um, it's retained. The energy and the effect is retained, regardless of whether or not you memorize or you remember the meaning. And so, so far, I think it's really done a huge effect because I think I'm manifesting more. <laughs> you are. Ang dami ko natutunan. <laughs> Gusto ko hindi pa matapos. Eh. Parang, I just want to listen. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, there. So that's how it's um, made a huge impact in my life. I think you had another connecting question. Um, the last question would be is, can you tell us if you have a yoga philosophy na pinafollow mo talaga? Uh-huh. Wow. Um, hmm. That is very nice. Uh, a very good question. I would say I have a lot, but... Um, I recently, together with teacher JC, um, we're listening to Sadhguru. So S-A-D-H, 
G-U-R-U, Sabi Guru. So you can look him up online. He's also such a wonderful teacher. And uh, our recent lesson, we learned about how every moment of our life is one singular moment that will never, ever be repeated again. So this moment, right when I say now, and I say something else later, it's gone. The time has passed. And it will never be duplicated because by the time I have by then aged by one second older and I would have breathed different air, my cells are all vibrating and we're all constantly rejuvenating, right? We flush out our old cells and everything is in constant motion. It doesn't seem like it, but um, we're all in this moment. And I guess that's what we should focus on because worrying about tomorrow and what happened in the past are non-existent because it's past. The future hasn't even happened. So we cannot bother and waste our time on that. And so I had an exhibit, I think in 2014. And one of the things that I, I posted in my exhibit is one word, three letters, all bold, all caps, and it's now, N-O-W. And I have it framed, it's in the house. And it's just something that I like to remind myself that um, if you want to do something, that's the best time <laughs> now, um, not later, not tomorrow, just now, whatever it is now, everything is now. We are only here in the now. So that is one philosophy. And another one is um, borrowed from Yogi Bhajan or at least um, it's through Yogi Bhajan that I, I've learned. Um, it's a method that we use and it's called poke, provoke, confront, elevate. So in yoga, when we do the practice, it starts poking at us, right? Um, whether the pose is hard, whether or not you know, you're in the, an environment where you can hear the teacher or it's noisy or you're distracted it will poke you in certain ways. So after the poking, you're provoked. By the time, um, somewhere in the middle of your yoga practice, um, you're going to, there's going to be certain parts that you don't like, that are uncomfortable. And that's the time that it provokes you. And after that, when you're provoked, of course, the next step is, what will be your response? What is your, how are you going to deal with it? So we don't want to react, but we want to respond. So when you say respond, that is kind of having a different connotation of saying that you've considered the options, you've thought about it, there's some discernment involved. And then that's how you act based on that, not just on impulse. Ay nakakainis, ayoko na. It's not like that. You want to think first, what if I just stick to it? What if I just push it a little more? Maybe I can do it. So that's how, that's what we want to do. So we want to confront it. That's the way. After we're provoked, that's the process of confronting. So not only is it um, done in a yoga class, but, you know, anytime in our lives with any situation, you're, you're poked, you're, con you're, you're poked, you're provoked, you, you confront it, 
and then after you confront it, because sometimes people don't even want to get to the process of confronting. You want to turn a blind eye, parang walang nangyari, or pag nahihinis ka sa, sa tao, huwag na lang kausapin. Hindi nang, wala nang confront. <laughs> so, how will you get to the process of elevating if you don't confront it? So, that's where you clear all the clutter, whether it's physical decluttering or emotional decluttering or even mental baggage. So you provoke, you confront, and then you elevate because by that time, after you confront it, then you've accepted it, you've acknowledged it, then you can go beyond. Now you're elevated. And it's a lifelong process again. (laughs) cycle siya pabalik-balik siya pero it's ano eh very ang dami ko ang dami ko ang daming thoughts na <laughs> dumadaan while you were say, while you were saying na yung ano nga yung para yung sabi ni Yogi Bachan and then also I agree with the now um that's very very important eh na madaming nagiging ano at um tawagan natin yan social dementia or mga cyber zombie o tayong ganon. Kasi we forget eh, di ba? Like, sad na that, that happens to people. And especially right now na pandemic, um, this is a very good connecting to people. And also teach, um, ano lang, I'm we're so honored to have you here. Uh, alam ko na this, like, an R is not enough, but definitely... I will, I will and we will be inviting you soon. Nakakatuwa lang yung mga discussion. Very, very important. And we want to end the, or the, the, the season na uh, ganito. Yung parang very grounding lang din siya. And of course, it's another year in the next month. So, um, teach, bago tayo pumunta sa fun side, I would like to ask you, uh, or you can blog if you have your classes or ano yung social media mo and yeah um, anything about what's coming uh, sa mga classes mo? Well, uh, I'm conducting Kundalini Yoga classes and sound healing every Saturdays at 2pm. So I have one, well today is a Friday at least as of this recording, it's Friday and tomorrow I'll be teaching at Saturday 2pm. So usually my classes are every Saturday, 2 p.m. On some rare occasions, I might change the time, but it will still be on Saturdays. And um, that's it. I also do private sound healing and private Kundalini Yoga classes, you know, to fit, you know, your convenience. And that's it. I'm really looking forward, though, because previously I would do workshops in Anamkara, which is in Makati. I would do workshops once a month there. And really, really, truly hoping that everybody will be healed and then there's no more COVID so we can, you know, just get together. Um, so on FB, I am Uewa. I know it's a bit tricky, but it's E-A-U-A-U-A, Uewa. And, well, my personal, I have a, I actually have another account on FB that's just that, that one name, Uwewa, but that's usually where I plug in my... I also make uh, bath and beauty products. Oh, especially Christmas ngayon. So it's there. It's I have an FB page, although I think sometimes nahahalo din siya. You'll also see some of my Kundalini posts there, and I think 
yes, other stuff. But um, yes, you can just catch me there. Uh, my personal account is Uwewa, uh, Uwewa Rocco de Leon. And there, or otherwise, if you're really interested, but you can't spell my name, you can message um, Teacher Seven here or Teacher Sal. <laughs> So there. <laughs> okay, thank you so much, Teach. So, eto na tayo. Um, bago tayo mag five minute na sound healing um, for everyone. Here, I have five questions lang den. Um, just fun questions. Parang very non yoga na question to. For my first question, what is your favorite movie? <gasps> That's okay. The first thing that came to mind because there's so many is. When Harry Met Sally. <laughs> so that's Meg Ryan, starring Meg Ryan, and Billy Crystal. And uh, the, the script writing is really amazing. It's impeccable. It's heartwarming. It is one of my go-to movies when I feel sad. <laughs> I watch that. Um, yeah. Yun. I mean, that's top of mind. But at least one. The first one to na maisip mo. Okay, next. If I'm not in your in my present job, you will be. Oh my! The thing you have to know about me is that I have many present jobs. So um, I graduated creative writing. And I've pursued that, so I'm I'm still a lifestyle writer. So that's uh, that's one. I'll try to make this as brief as possible because I have actually several um, careers in different paths, and I'm trying my best, of course, through yoga to balance them all. But of course, sometimes I really do have to drop some of them. So. So I'm a lifestyle writer. Um, I was senior writer for, for People Asia magazine. Um, I've also written in Philippine Star, Manila Bulletin, other online sites, even Drink Manila. I have some uh, in spot.ph. And I've also done full-time events and PR. So I did it for a PR company. And also previously when I was in Stance. I was the events and PR officer for all the cosmetics, perfumes, and toiletries. So everything from all the major brands, you know, um, I handled that. And then um, I also make, I make and sell my own coffee liquor. So super, super sarap. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, I love it a bit. So I home make that. It takes half a month to make. Because you have to steep the flavors of the coffee with the with my base, which is what I use rum. So there, so I, I do that, and then I'm also, um, yes, I mentioned I do make my own plant-based, all-natural bath and body products. So anything and everything from um, toothpaste to spray deodorant, the face deodorant, the anti-aging facial mist, to um, bar soap, the liquid soap. I, I make uh, liquid Castile soap and I also make um, soap bars out of Castile. Among many, I also make bombs, roller oil blends, etc. And I do tarot and oracle card reading, which is another thing I also love to do. 
I love card readings. Um, it brings me just as much excitement to read the cards for someone. And yes, and of course, Kundalini Yoga. And then also aside from that, I also do, you know, just like full on sound healing sessions. And that's, that's with the crystal quartz bowls and the gong, which is actually behind this laptop. And also I have my Tibetan singing bowls. So they're a bit heavier because they're supposedly an amalgamation of seven different types of metals because each of them correspond to each of the chakras and each of them also correspond to each of the planets. So ah, they are... Planets din pala yun. Okay. O, di ba? Ang dami ko nalalaman. Eto, Teach, for my next question, greatest lesson you've learned for the year? For the year. Wow. Um, of course, this would be related to the pandemic. Um, I didn't know that I had many more talents uh, that I could pull out for myself. Um, the gardening actually I just started during the pandemic to be honest nagpapanik lang ako na baka mag na at wala nang supermarket and then wala nang pagkain so I was so scared <laughs> I mean I, I may have to grow my own food so it was actually out of complete fear and terror <laughs> that I started gardening because I had tried gardening before and it did not work um, they died. But it turns out that with this pandemic, no choice. You're imprisoned at home. You have to um, make the most of your time. And so it gave me that, that focus to just really take care of my plants, really super one-on-one with them. And um, so that's one uh, talent that it pulled out of me. And then also the coffee liquor, that's when I started making it. I had, a, I had to find activities to retain my sanity. Para lang hindi ako mabaliw because I'm I'm a very social person. I like hanging out with different people, even kahit nga going to work and being with you know my coworkers and the, and, the, and the staff. I I miss them already. Um even work like I miss it a lot because just to travel and go out um it's good to experience that because this the energies if you just stay in one place it gets to stagnate so that's how i appreciated i guess um this pandemic has made me learn that you know the simple act of going to work is something to be grateful for because if you're trapped at home um you know you're cut off and so it's really helped me learn to be more appreciative and more grateful for many things that we have taken for granted, even food, and most especially food. And, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, greatest lesson. Okay. Oo, nasabi mo na yung mga ano, parang lessons talaga that we all got from this pandemic, ba? So, for my last question, I usually end my day with black. Mm. Black. Parental <laughs> uh, uh, guidance version or ano? <laughs> or ano? Uncensored. Um, well, uh, I have to admit that I never thought I would be one of those people who would watch K dramas. 
but I have fallen for really? it. I have fallen for it and yes, of course, needless to say, the gateway was crash landing and then ayan na, tuloy -tuloy na, I did marriage contract, I watched the world of the married and I super, super love the guardian or I think uh, the goblin. Plus, you know, and Coffee Prince, I know Duma na yon, but guys, kaka, I just finished it and it's so awesome. Um, crush pa si Gong Wu. <laughs> he's, he's really cute. And, and of course, in The Guardian, I like Lee Dong Wook. He's the guy who plays uh, the Grim Reaper, if you haven't seen it. And yun, um, that's normally how I end my day watching an episode. And, you know, it's the simple joys and the simple things in life, really. And so that's what I look forward to at the end of the day. But right now I'm also watching a typical with Peter JC. We watch we watch that together. And um hmm, what else? I end also my day with a nice warm cup of tea. Ideally it's chamomile because it helps me sleep. I'm hyperactive and sometimes have trouble really sleeping because I'm just so hyper. That's why I'm doing yoga. <laughs> the people who do yoga and the people who become teachers are actually the people who need it the most. <laughs> Totoo yan. Super true. <laughs> You're more locarets, locarets than you think. <laughs> no, toto. Well, agree naman talaga yan. Anyway, Thank you so much, teacher. Um, so we will be uh you will be doing a five minute of sound bath. So just let us know if you're game now. Yes, so I'm game already. For those who are tuning in and um, we're going to be new to sound healing, just kindly adjust the volume of your speakers. Because you may need to make it louder or softer depending on how the sound reaches your laptops or your speakers. So I will just go behind me and begin. So if you can lie down comfortably, flat on your back. You can have your legs spread apart. Allow your feet to fall to the sides. You can also extend your arms um, outside and away from the body, palms facing up, and close your eyes and surrender yourself, and we will begin.
Hi, teacher. Hey guys, and come back to the world. <laughs> oh my God, so good. Thank you, super thank you. As in, ang, ano talaga pag tawag nito, pag sound healing talaga. Anong reason bakit siya parang para kang uhaw after? Um, there's actually different effects. I even had one experience where I had a headache after a sound healing, but I think um, it's just the body's way uh, of, of healing itself and of purging and cleansing. So um, if you need to drink water, that's, that's really best. I guess it's a signal for you to hydrate. So actually, with or without yoga or with or without sound healing, really, hydration is key. Water is life. So um, we need that. And of course, we're, what, 60-70% of our body is made of water. So we will really react to to sound um, more more sensitively. No? And, and yeah, I mean... Um, since it's a healing session, even though it sounds like, oh, you're just listening to music, there's a lot of things going on. Um, you may or may not be aware of it. So it's always best to also just take it easy after a sound healing or a sound bath because tapos after that, party. You also want to, uh, you know, absorb, absorb and feel the shift and the changes happening inside of you and be more aware. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Teacher Denise. We've learned a lot for this Friday. And thank you, thank you, as in um, we do hope that soon when the pandemic is over, we can come there or you can come here to again the oro. So, alam yeah. na. <laughs> so, daghang salamat and thank you so much. So, as we always end our yoga classes, we put our hands together in prayer. And we bow one another. Namaste. Namaste, Satnam. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.